Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. It's Elmery and Connor with you until 10. Now, Connor's actually stepped out of the studio because stepping into the studio instead, I am delighted to welcome Bobby Reardon and Lucy O'Sullivan and Isabella Cotter in to chat to me this morning. Good morning to all of you. Good, Good morning. morning. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. I'm joined in studio as well, as well by Catherine Mahan Buckley, who has told me she's taking a back seat. But we'll see about that. I'm sure we'll be able to get Catherine talking in a second. Uh, but Bobby and Lucy and Isabella, you're all here to chat to us about not just a panto, but a very special panto. Because I suppose panto season kind of kicks off the start of December and it's been running right the way through. And Beauty and the Beast is still on this week and, and running successfully in the Everman Theatre. But come Wednesday night, you go in and you boot the rest of them off the stage. Is that the plan, Bobby? Yes. What's going to happen? Cada uh, will be performing their own version of the panto for um, the students that didn't get a chance in the Everyman panto. So because this is one of the fantastic things, I guess, that all of you at some stage or other in the course of your theatrical studies in life, you get to be on stage in the panto, but it's physically not possible because there's so many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students in Cada. So that you've basically created a whole new panto where everybody gets to be part. Yes. That is phenomenal. And which panto are you doing? Barbie and the Beast. You're a doing... recreation of Beauty and the Beast. You what? <laughs> you what? <laughs> <laughs> tell, us, tell us, Lucy, how this came about and when was the idea first thrown out to you? Uh, the idea was first thrown out last year. So we decided um, last year after COVID times that, sure, we'd give it a go and give the students a go at performing like live on stage like um, at a professional like stage you know using all the props and the lighting and things and the first panto that we did was Cinderella and I was one of the parts I was King Frederick last year uh-huh. oh yeah very interesting part yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, see there were so many people you know we made up new parts as well so instead of two ugly sisters we had four and you know we added in a few parts as well like one of my parts was added in as well and it's just it was a really good opportunity for everyone to um you know to to like have a good experience of like what it would be to be like on stage i was ecstatic like you know i was using the mics i was using the costumes i was going everywhere with it like and it was it was really interesting as well because see i was new to cat at the time so it, got, it gave me a chance to meet lots of new people 
as well and you know like I know a lot more people now and it's it's very good like it's a really good experience I love the whole yeah the social side of things is is huge but the getting on stage and like you said using all of the professional gear and professional sets and everything like that Isabella I suppose to my mind you look like the youngest one of my guests this morning so how old are you I'm eight years old and tell me about your part in Barbie and the Beast what are you doing um, I'm a dancer. And how long are you dancing? Tell me. Since you were you four since you were four. four. Four years. And I suppose getting on stage like this is hugely exciting, isn't it? Like when you're only eight and you get to go up on stage and you have all the music playing and all your friends dancing around with you. So, I mean, tell me about the whole experience that you've had so far with it. How's it been going? Um, it's definitely been very fun, but the rehearsals, they seem so long, but it's only like an hour for my age group. Yeah. So it seems so long, but it isn't really. Well, I suppose that's because you have to concentrate so much, isn't it, when you're learning a new dance? And when you're learning a new dance, are you watching your teacher's feet? What are you doing? Um, we normally watch our teacher's feet, or like if we're doing hand actions, we watch... Hands, What's so. the most difficult part? Um, I don't really know. I think it's all kind of hard. All hard. <laughs> Tell me, do you dance much at home? Um, a little bit. And do you do, do you do loads of dancing for the relations and everything at Christmas? Sometimes. Don't aunties and uncles always say, "Oh, Isabella's in a show," and go on do your dance for us there now? Don't grown ups always say stuff like that to you? Sometimes. Yeah. And how do you feel when they do that? Um. <laughs> Okay, but sometimes I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's tough, isn't it, when you are, uh, I suppose, on stage, Bobby, um, and people hear about it and they're always saying, oh, do a bit of it for us there now, and uh, and the pressure is on. And it's it's so totally different out of the context of the theatre, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, um, just, it's a lot more easier to do it on the stage than, like, in front of all your family. It is up close, you know, and, and without the music or without the kind of context of it, it definitely feels feels a lot more strange. So tell me about what it's like being on stage then with everybody. Uh, it's a great atmosphere and being able to look out at all the audience and being able to see their like smiles or them clapping and uh, being able to be on stage with all your friends. And it, it's totally different, isn't it, from being in the rehearsal room? Like you're singing the same song, you're doing the same dance, but when you feel an audience responding to you, it, there's something more electric happens, isn't there? Yeah, and then all the lighting as well. It's like it's completely different to just in a normal room doing it rather than being on stage. Yeah. Tell me, how long are you in Cada now? Uh, I'd say five or six years at this stage. And this isn't your first show, so obviously you've done loads. A couple, because there's like the end of year shows and then there's um, a drama show in March every year as well. I love seeing those coming up in the listings when you're all inside the Cork Arts Theatre or various stages. And that's great, isn't it? Having the chance to kind of perform in different professional theatres within the city from the small scale to the large scale. And you get a feeling of what it's like dealing with a, an audience that you can see in a place like the Cork Arts Theatre to being in a, a larger theatre like the Everyman where you can't see beyond a few rows and everything else is dark, isn't it? It's gas. Yeah. Um, and tell me, what do you uh, like about the performances? Is it the singing, the dancing, the acting? Where do you think your strengths lie? Um, I'd say 
dancing because um, I just think it's great to go out there and like move around when you're all energetic and stuff. You love it? Yeah. And tell me, for this particular um, performance then, was all the music chosen for you or did you get to have a chance with kind of input and suggestions? Um, it was all chosen for us. Yeah. What's your favourite one that you are dancing to? Uh, probably The World Will Know. Okay. Why do you love that one? Um, because you have to be like fierce and because you're about to attack the castle. So you need to look strong and ready to fight. Bobby Reardon, you look so innocent and charming and kind here. And in that gentle voice, you're telling me that your most passionate piece is the one where you're getting ready to attack. I don't believe it. <laughs> Lucy, I mean, there's obviously a great chance because we're seeing here between um, Isabella, who's only eight, up to you, who I assume are the oldest of the group who's come in today. Am, what, yeah. what stage are you at in school now? I am in transition year at the moment. I'm okay. 15. So, like, there's a, a great breadth of ages all working together in this, isn't there? There is, yeah. Like, it's there's a great variety of ages. Like, in the main cast now, the ages are very, you know, between 14 and 18. And it's just, like, it's a really, it's really interesting to see, like, how everyone from different age gaps is still interested in the same sort of thing. You know, you can connect with, uh, you can connect about the same thing. And, like, it's also just, like, so interesting to see, like, people younger than you, you know, they're so excited about dancing and stuff. And like, it's just, it's really exciting because, you know, you're seeing everyone do loads of different variations of the same thing. And it's it's so interesting to see as well. I love the fact that different ages can work together in the same production. I suppose in school, quite often, we're so segregated, you know, your fifth class, your third year, your transition year. And there's very little, I suppose, mixing, but it's it's much more natural and uh, enjoyable, isn't it? To have different ages working together. The younger ones learn from the older ones. Ye kind of, you know model an example and share and kind of semi-teach and inspire the younger ones and you know as as older students you get a kick out of seeing the younger ones doing well and you know it makes you feel all kind of grown up and uh, you know protective of them too doesn't it? Yeah sure like you know you're looking at all the um, the younger kids you know they're dancing and stuff you're just going like, oh they're so cute I used to be I used to be as old as them <laughs> like oh they're so cute Well you see that's the thing isn't it it does give you kind of a great sense of satisfaction and pride when you know oh well I was 8 when I started once and I was 12 and, and now you know you, you really feel what it is you've 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 come on and uh, managed to, to accomplish and Isabella for you as just one of the younger members who's only eight like do you feel inspired by the others or are you just kind of here let them off do their own thing um it's kind of a mix because like there is a lot of people that are older than me in the panto mm-hmm. but and like i like seeing them do their shows in like the shows at the end of the year because they're really really good much better than our shows <laughs> Well, it's not much better. I think it's the fact that you can see how much learning there is, isn't it? Mm. Like, because they were all doing the same as you once upon a time. And when you watch their shows, now you know, okay, well, that's where I'm going. And you can see the journey ahead. And it can really kind of motivate you to say, right, I'm definitely going to keep up my practice. And I'm still going to dance in front of my aunties and uncles when they ask me. <laughs> Maybe. Oh! <laughs> well, what radio can't show the listeners is how your face scrunched up with a kind of um, maybe, maybe not in that. That was so funny. Uh, Catherine Mahan Buckley, you are here in studio, and I know you've taken a back seat and let the students talk away. I but I was never so quiet, was I? No. <laughs> See, this is it. There must be a great sense of pride in saying, you know, 
them, their development from when they come in as tiny tots to how they are actually able to take over a production on the stage of the government. Yeah, I just think that what Lucy said about mixing with different ages, you know, um, and out of this becomes the careers of many a people. Yeah. Now, they might never want, like what Isabel said, might want to go on stage permanently, but there's all those professions and you can see the carers, you can see the people that the organisers, you can see, see, the, and it, that's excellent because as well as like, you know how I, I adapt the panto in the sense of this age group, I talk to them, they tell me what they like, what they don't like, and that's how we create the, the, the next show as well. So, you know, it's, they're our future. Uh, these are all people who will be sitting here maybe uh, talking about directing or whatever. Is that right, Isabel? And, uh, yeah, she's not too sure. I'd say, Isabel, yeah, I mean, directing or performing and that sort of thing, you know. uh, Isabella, would you like to be in charge? Maybe sometime, definitely when I'm a lot older. Yes, you can see yourself in that role of telling everyone what to do. I'm very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say yes. you and a, a lot of eight-year-olds listening to us this morning. But Bobby and Lucy, how about you? I mean, like, you know, so many parents uh, have that desire and that wish for their children to go to theatre school and speech and drama lessons and music lessons. And one of the biggest things I suppose parents really want for children is not just to have the skill and the the ability to do it, but it's the confidence and the experience that it kind of gives you uh, for life out of that. Now, when you're the age as you are, you're too young to kind of go, okay, this is a life experience, but it can give you a little taste of what it might be like to work as a professional. So, you know, are, is, are you too young to know if that's on the cards for you yet? Or have you other career paths in mind already? Um, Lucy, you're in transition year now, so yeah. you're getting to try a whole load of different things. I am, yeah. Like I'm doing work experience in a few different places as well. And we do community work as us. You know, we get to, we get a taste for like all sorts of different jobs. And Where are you going yeah, to school? I'm going to school uh, in St. Angeles. Mm-hmm. It's on Patrick's Hill as well. Yeah. And, you know, you just like, you learn a lot of like new skills about things as well. And like, I think CADA is a really good place, you know, to build your confidence about things as well. And, you know, you also learn a bit about like public speaking as well. Like I, I found that... um it's helped with like um, public speaking, you know, say like I have to do a speech or I have to do a project in school. And like it kind of sort of helped me, you know, like learn how to, how to, you know, like use my words properly and how to pronounce them as well. Like, you know, how to get people's attention as well and how to, you know, like how to really like engage with the audience as well. And like Panto also helps with that because you're always talking to the audience. You're also you're always asking them how you're doing and stuff. And audiences at a Panto will throw curveballs at you that aren't in the script and you have to be, be able to, you know, think on your feet and go with it. Oh, you do, yeah. Like, you know, you have to be very snappy with things. If the audience is saying something, you're just going like, come here, I'm going to use that as well now. I'm going to use that. If they're not responding, you're just going like... That's why you're talking. I need you to go yeah. back. You'll right ramp now. it up at your yeah. end. Oh, and you're ramping it up. Then all of that way. kind of stands to you then. So with all of this experience you're having in transition year and what you've been doing, obviously, on stage already, you know, do you see your stage work feeding into your career as opposed to being your career? I see it mainly feeding into my career. I'm not too sure yet if I would you take it as a career. It's something I'm very interested in and I'm very passionate about it. But I'd see it more as feeding into my career and sort of helping me, um, like, do the sort of jobs that I'd like to do then, rather than it being my career, I'd say. Well, okay. I wish you all the best with enjoying and uh, savouring all the different career uh, 
uh, experience opportunities that you're taking up in transition year. I know you're going to have a ball with the last few months of it. Bobby, how about you? Um, I think it's great to be going to CADA because the teachers, they um, they do improvs and stuff and it just it helps you come up with ideas um, for what to do and it could help you for uh, a good few types of careers and it's a great experience for if you wanted to maybe start up your own um, drama school. Okay, can I say now, Bobby, that... I can see a career in politics definitely in the line for you. That was a really diplomatic political answer. What I want to know is, do you know what you'd like to do yourself yet? Uh, no. No. And no. I love that. Isn't it great? You know, like you have so many different interests and this is just one of them and you're not going to be tied down to anything. Again, politics. <laughs> that's that's beer, beer there. <laughs> Isabella, how about you? I mean, like, do you love... I know you've told us that sometimes rehearsals feel long, but in a way... That's really kind of a brilliant professional training, isn't it? Where you know that, you know, we're in such a world where things change. Kids drop and pick and drop and pick things so often. And uh, theatre school and training for a show like this teaches you to stick with something, see it through, do the preparation, put in the groundwork, and then the reward will come, even though it hasn't always felt like time is flying. Um so maybe telling people what to do is one of your strengths. Is that what you see doing the rest of your life? Have you something um, in mind? Maybe not the maybe not the rest of my life, but yeah. some of it. Some of it. Some of it. And what do you think it might do with other bits of it? Have you any ideas yet? No, not really. Keep your options open. That's what I say. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's one of the wonderful things that drama and theatre do, uh, Catherine, isn't it? You know, they do actually give you options. I mean, like, here I am, yapping away to the most fantastic people on a Sunday morning uh, on the radio in Cork. And sure, I never did any radio courses or anything like that. But what I did was, you know, speech and drama classes. And what I did was, you know, learn, go to all the music classes and that sort of thing and take part in clubs with different interests that uh, appealed to me. And I ended up in here by, you know, circuitous routes. It, it shows, you know, no matter what you have, this kind of experience stands to you for life. Absolutely. And I would say to you that, you know, it's like teaching you that there's a picture on the wall and seeing that picture from the different angles and the different mm. sides of it. And as Bobby said there, improvisation, you have to think fast, you have to maybe, you know, and you can utilise that with your friends, with everything in school. But I suppose most of all, it's dedication, commitment, hard work. I know that a few times that maybe Isabella had to forego going to a party because she might have had to have a rehearsal. And I think that's absolutely great training. But I did like to pick up on what you said there about parents wanting the children. And I'd always say to the parent, you know, and I'd say it out there to them, that's the children's dream, not yours. Yes. If you want to, uh, as a parent, uh, see your child or if you think, oh yeah, I, I would have loved that when I was young, then I would say to the parent, join, go and join it and do it yourself. But don't make that dream for your child. Your child has their own dreams. Let them explore them and whatever will come out of it. But everything, I would say, no matter what career or no matter what course you'll do in, say, a university later on in life, uh, your drama, your dance, your speech will really be there with you. It'll give you that grounding skill mm. that will help you to do whatever you want to do. And the most important thing that I would wish for them is that they're happy, 
they're having fun and they're off the screen, the mobile phones, <laughs> for at least three to four hours a day. <laughs> there we are. And, and it happens. And uh, it all is going to happen on Wednesday in the Everman Theatre for Barbie and the Beast. A twist with uh, lots of twists and turns and lots of fun. I have absolutely no doubt. And can Guys, I just say there, oh yeah. that just very quickly, there's just a few tickets left. But if parents want to come along and see our standards and see how we're actually working Please do. And we want to say a special hello to our director. Who's that, Bobby? Jessica. Jessica. And the musical director? Shiva. And the assistant is Cloda, isn't it? Who are at the moment getting some costumes ready for Isabella's group at the moment. Fair play to them. <laughs> yeah. Fair play to them all. Listen, Catherine Ann Buckley, thank you so much for coming in. But also to Bobby Reardon, Lucy O'Sullivan and to Isabella Cotter, who are all, I think, uh, well able for a career on radio, if that should uh, take them as well. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after these. The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. Support comes from ServiceNow the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.